Hey y'all, it's Ken here and I am so excited to be back with another episode. Brand is out today, but we do have new friend to the show, Janisha, joining me to talk about her journey uh, with trusting God, our recent trip to Transformation Church, whoop, whoop, Transformation Nation, and how we plan to raise the standard as Christians. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. OMG, hey y'all, hey, we are back with uh, our second episode of 2020, and I am super excited. Uh, today, Brandy is out, uh, so let's send her some love. Whoop, whoop. Hey, Brand. But we have a special guest in the building. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey. Hey, Janisha. I'm Okay, y'all. So today I have with me an old time friend <laughs> Janisha okay she's not old but we have known each other for a long time we go way back girl yes way way back <laughs> so it's so crazy just to tell the story about how we met um I had just moved out here to Louisiana for college and I was in the mall girl uh, R.I.P. to the mall that no longer right. exists um <laughs> I was in the mall, and I was like, ooh, your girl needs these eyebrows waxed, and uh, came across Janisha. I went into Regis Hair Salon. Janisha was working there. She waxed my eyebrows, and um, after that, we just uh, kept a relationship where she did my hair, and uh, then come to find out, we were actually in the College of Business together. It was just a crazy journey. <laughs> yeah, and so... What'd you say? That was so long ago. Yeah, it was so long ago. Yeah. And so now it's so crazy how things kind of come full circle. Um, because I don't go to Janisha often at all anymore for hair. And that's only because I usually get my hair done in protective styles. Um, but if I ever were to get my real hair straightened, cut, or anything, I would be at your girl's door. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, I'm super excited to talk to Janisha. Uh, we are currently in, do we call it Bible school? What, what do we call this? Um, girl, it's, what is it called? I don't know. Evening courses. Evening courses, Bible college, yeah. Speaking something. Speaking Jesus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Getting to know the Lord a little bit better uh so we're in class together uh right now which is crazy because we actually go to two different churches that's hilarious yeah but but Janisha comes on over to my church so we can do class together so this is our second year and so that has been really fun it has yeah and so whenever Brandy and I were sitting down and just talking about um you know who can we talk to this year there are so many stories out there I thought of my girl Janisha uh, because we talk all the time. <laughs> all the time. Yes. Yeah, so I know, like, the struggle is real. So we were initially supposed to talk about trust, uh, trusting God or, you know, the struggles with that. And I think we will get to that. But, um, girl, we had an awesome trip this past weekend. We did. Yeah. So, um, okay, wait, before we get into that. Uh, we ask all of our guests one question. So our motto is God is in the details. So I guess you can just tell a the people a little bit about what you do and like how God has been in your details. Oh, 
how much time do I have? Um, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, my, my whole story, I noticed now that God was in details with me. Um, going to college, I'm majoring in business management, already having a cosmetology license when I entered college. Um, but at the time, I didn't realize that that was going to be my full-time career and how God would use me to touch others. Um, and that's just by creating moments when they're here getting their hair done. We get to talk about so much more than just hair. We get to talk about life, get to minister to people. Um, so that's been pretty amazing. And that's actually, that's more of the passion of what I do. First, instead of just behind the chair doing hair, the passion of it is actually being able to connect with women and just encourage and inspire them to be who God's called them to be. Yeah. That's pretty dope. And that's that's so crazy how, like, we can think. Like, whenever you went to cosmetology school, like, what did you think you would do with that? I actually, like, well, growing up and seeing people that did hair, I thought it was just something you do on the side. I didn't know it was a full-time career. Oh. But it was something that I always loved doing because I always did my doll's hair got in trouble for cutting my doll's hair and cleaning <laughs> everybody's hair, you know. So I just thought it was something fun to do, like a hobby. Yeah. I thought I was going to be in, like, the corporate world. Mm-hmm. The Lord changed that quickly. <laughs> Girl, he would change stuff before he you could even blink quickly. your eyes. Right. Yeah, I had no idea that I would be a salon owner. Even when I enrolled in business school, I never thought that I would be, you know, a business owner. So he just connected those without me even really know it <laughs> that's so crazy because yeah. when I think about you I like just knew that you were in this college of business to like have your own like um hair like salon that's what everybody thought um when I first started and that was not my intention it was just something extra to do that I was having fun doing now I did get a word in like 2000 that I would um, own my own hair salon in 10 years, mm-hmm. but I kind of just brush it off, you know, yeah. I know what the voice was at the time. <laughs> <laughs> right, so when did, like, it become real for you, like, oh my gosh, like, this is something I'm going to do full time? Um, let's see, I started in 2000, it was probably around 2004 mm-hmm. or five when I was getting to the end of my college years, um, and no, I was not in college for five years. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just throw that in there. Getting to the end of my college years, and I realized that there's so much you can do in the beauty industry. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so many different ways you can go with educating, uh, artistic director, you know, just all kinds of stuff. And that's when I was like, I think I really like this. I can actually do this full time. Yeah. And that's when I actually realized it was a real career. That's when I realized how much work goes into it, too, behind the scenes. So. Mm-hmm. That's so funny. I would have never guessed that that was like your side <laughs> hustle in your mind. It's a side hustle. Something extra to do. Wow, wow, wow. So, you know, God has definitely been speaking over your life for a long time. Um, and coming through, it sounds like. Yeah, it's like I'm seeing it now. Like I'm seeing... Um, just different things that have been spoken over my life or things that he's, you know, whispered to me. I'm actually, like, seeing the fruit of it now. So that's really, really amazing. Wow. That's like a side note. You you said this happened in 2000, girl, like 20 years ago. 20 years ago. And now you're seeing the fruit. Yes. So that's a word for anybody out there who's, like, just starting something and, like, I need to see the fruit today. Just wait on it. Just wait on it. 
2020. But you know what? I think it's funny, too, though, how we can wait for fruit in some areas, but other areas, it's like, no, God, like, hurry up. Girl, yes, like, some areas, like, no, we want you to show up right now. Right. <laughs> but I, now that I think about it, now that we're talking about this, I'm realizing how patient I was in growing in my career. Yeah. I never really tried to rush it through. Mm-hmm. I was just kind of floating along in it, seeing where he took me. Oh, look at that. And it turned out pretty great. <laughs> right. Do you think, though, like, you didn't push it because it really wasn't, like, your dream? I think the reason I didn't push it, I didn't have to force it. It's yeah. um, my gift of doing hair or tailoring, whatever you want to call it. It it comes to me naturally. Yeah. Like, it's, I, I don't work hard with doing hair. <laughs> like, I make it look very easy. But it's because it comes to me so easy. Um because I'm real creative and, like, artistic with things. So I never, like, had to force myself to advance my career. I was able just to kind of let it go at a nice pace mm-hmm. and just kind of let it do its thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. And I guess, like, girl, wait, it's already so many words. Up <laughs> and we just started. Like, I, I mean, just not only hair, but just in life. Like, I think that's a comfort zone when things are coming naturally like, yeah. so you were kind of like, I guess the benefit to being patient is that at least you were working in the field. Right. So you probably could assume that at some point, it, but did you have like specific goals though? Like early on? I and I was always curious to what was, what was going to be next because I started out doing boots in every region, of course. Mm-hmm. That's kind of where all stylists start. That's like your base kind of starting. But I knew eventually I wanted to, um, once I realized it could be a full-time career, I wanted to get to owning my own salon and, you know, being connected with other styles and just doing more in the industry. Um, so I always had, like, visions of things that I wanted to do, like, goals that I wanted to get to, but I never found myself rushing or pushing to get to it, you know? Mm-hmm. And now that I think about it, that's so not me. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm such a go-getter in certain areas. I'm such a go-getter and I push myself, push myself. But this just kind of flows, you know? Yeah. That's how I know this is truly a gift from God. Because, like, it just flows. And That is how you know. Too. Yes. Yeah. Like, I... I I feel the same way with, you know, me being a school counselor. You know, I was sitting right there in the College of Business with you. Mm-hmm. You know, I wasn't thinking about education, child, children. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> right. So when God told me that this is what I would do, like, honestly, the journey has been so blessed. Um, everything has just come easy when it was time for it to come. Uh, I never had to worry about, you know, counselors die out of their jobs girl they just they just 100 years old still trying to counsel people kids um I never had to worry about a job uh or anything so that's been such a blessing and it's so funny because I was having a conversation with a friend the other day just about like what's next like pretty much like what am I striving for but I honestly feel like when when God has you in a place I mean you definitely can set goals and and follow the breadcrumbs, but you don't, you don't got to do too much. No, you don't. You kind of get to, like, sit back and give God that space so that he can work, you know, work it how he wants to work instead of it always being you pushing for something. Yeah. And that's so crazy because I feel like sometimes as believers, we're so, like, lukewarm in, like, how we believe God because, you know, like, you're saying for you it was easy career-wise, 
you know, same for me. But when we talk about other areas of our lives, it's like, oh, Lord, where have you been? (laughs) God, why have you forsaken me? Right, right, right. So I guess before we actually get into that aspect, let's just pause for a second. Um, One, two, uh, so whenever Brandy and I recorded the first podcast of this year, it was actually on the day that uh, the helicopter that was carrying Kobe Bryant and the other passengers um, crashed. But we didn't find out until after we recorded uh, that it happened. So we really haven't publicly, you know, said anything. But definitely it was it was heartbreaking. Um, I mean, anytime anybody dies, it's just I feel like as a Christian, like you have different thoughts about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a. You have a, you have a sadness, you know, because your heart immediately goes out to the family, all their loved ones. Yeah. Um, and then, I don't know, like, as a Christian, it's almost like, I don't know if I should say you have, like, a peace about it, mm-hmm. because you understand death and transition, you know, and you understand, we understand that this is just a pass-through, you know, mm-hmm. we're just on a journey. Yeah. So it's kind of like we, we think of both ends of it. Right. And it's so crazy, because I think you and I talked about, like, you know, you do have that peace, especially when it comes to adults. But then when we hear that there were children on there, you're just like, why? Um, You know, like, what does that mean? Like, was there assignment up? Like, what was their assignment? (laughs) We just had, like, all these questions. Um, So definitely just condolences to those families um, who were affected by that tragic loss. Um, You know, my prayer is that they're just surrounded by community that just, that loves them through this you know and the community doesn't go away because sometimes I feel like when people die like you get you know you get community for like two good months yeah and then after that which is probably the hardest time right you know, then you got to figure it out around. yeah, yeah that's kind of my prayer that their family and close friends you know just surround them and give them that comfort and um that they need just to walk through this time I'm, I can't even imagine how hard that is right and um I know you know when we're talking about not only like what we feel is a sudden death, but especially the death of the younger people that were on the plane. It really like put my mind, my mind has already been in like legacy mode. Like last episode, I talked about how that's one of the things I wanted to chew on this year. It's just like, what is my legacy? You know, as, as I am now and hopefully who I will be as a mother um, and and a wife and so then when this, you know, every time death happens, you start thinking about life. You start thinking, yeah. Yeah. And so we went to Transformation Church this past weekend. Yes. Yay, which was so exciting. Yeah, Transformation <laughs> Nation, stand up. Um, <laughs> and so it was so crazy because we, do you want to tell the people why we are, were originally going? Because Pastor Michael Todd told us to, no, okay, so... <laughs> They moved into this huge arena, and they were having a grand opening weekend, so we figured that's the perfect weekend to go and celebrate with them and just experience God. And so we booked flights. Right. So we were ready. And then four weeks ago, I think it was four weeks, they decided, we're not going to have it that day. We're going to have it next weekend because of Super Bowl Sunday. We're like, what? Right. So <laughs> let us pray. <laughs> right. And we had to do some hard praying. <laughs> Girl, but, 
I told Janisha every day, I'm not going. I was just like, if there's she any, was really about to not go. Like, yeah, she was I was really like, not. if there was any indication that this man would not be preaching, I am not going. Like, who fly? First of all, okay, no offense to all the people who live in Tulsa, but who just flies to Tulsa for you know two and a half days? For like, two and a half days. so I'm just and like, here I am trying to be it's gonna be okay. Right. Have a great weekend. <laughs> I was like, no, it's gonna be terrible. <laughs> But you know what? It's so crazy. So let me tell y'all. I'll put Janisha's business out there. So Janisha missed our flight, kind of. It was not my fault. Uh, it was. Maybe. I don't know. Right. She was at the airport. They wouldn't let the child on uh, the plane. I was at the airport. That's why. Right, right. I'm management. I'm working on it. <laughs> but, you know, it's so crazy because the last podcast that Brandy and I recorded, I was talking about how, like, my weeks of 2020 have been so frazzled I feel like I had just been running and running and running girl and I'm just tired like I I feel like I was just yeah I feel like I was just like waking up girl and then the next thing I know I'm asleep I don't know what's happening in between but one thing um this weekend offered me was definitely some peace like I felt so relaxed yes we had a very relaxing weekend right relaxed Right. It was good. I think it was so necessary. I enjoyed it. Right. And everybody's like, what did you do? Child, nothing. Oh, nothing. I went to church, girl, and I took a nap. Okay? That Sunday nap was everything. Right. <laughs> and then I hit up Uber Eats. That. <laughs> but I feel like moments to just get away and just, like, calm down from your regular day-to-day are so important. Um, and so anyway, church was like awesome. Church like, was, yeah, the worship, Ugh. the worship was, oh my gosh, it was so good. Yeah. I had somebody ask me like, like, what's the difference between like watching it online and being there? And I'm just like, is that a, even a real question? I mean, like, <laughs> right. It was so good. Um, I think for me, when you have worship with so many people, you know, seeking the same thing. We're just seeking the presence of God and just to have everybody in one room, if you want to call it that, you know, for that same purpose. Yeah. That's what I love. Yeah. I love it. And it was just a perfect, um, it was just a perfect Sunday for us to be there. Honestly, I'm sure this next weekend coming up when they actually do the grand opening will be dope. But I, I think that weekend was just extra special. I, I even felt like, you know, when you watch it online, like, you hear, like, the interaction with the crowd a little bit. But, like, this weekend just felt like everybody was just in tune. The message was, like, the Lord used him, okay? Yeah. He oh, yeah. used him to just be very creative in his delivery of of really what some people would say was a basic message, but, like, extremely necessary, yeah, I think it was basic, but I think it's something that we do need to be reminded of. Yeah, to, yeah. Uh, to kind of, like, focus on, actually. Yeah. So, what from his... So, for those of you that don't um, follow Transformation Church, one, you should. Follow. Yes. <laughs> yes. Get your little selves on YouTube and follow <laughs> Transformation Church. Uh, Pastor Mike Todd. Um, I mean, everything isn't for everybody, but... Like, I, I like it a lot. Um, 
But what was like, so basically his, the title of his message was Raise the Rim. And I guess to summarize it, it was just about raising the standard as a Christian and not even, not necessarily raising the standard, but like starting your life with the standard as the baseline versus using the standard as an achievement point. Yeah. Yeah. So are you like still chewing on anything from that message? Yes, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> What's standing me, out? Um, I like the whole raising the rim, uh, raising the standard, because I think it reminds us that sometimes we can get so complacent mm-hmm. with where we are, because it's comfortable. We yeah. all love that comfort zone. Yeah. But if you really want to walk in your full purpose of what God has called you to do, you have to be willing to step outside that little box, raise that bar a little bit, you know, as scary as it may be. Mm-hmm. You know, just to um, just to experience what else, everything else that God has for you, and a lot of times we're so scared to do that. Right, it's very scary. But um, I think this message was just like a push to say, "Go ahead and do it." You know. Yeah, I feel like he personally smacked me in the face like ten times. Okay, <laughs> we're not going to detail. We're going to tell you that he whooped Kendallin. <laughs> <laughs> He definitely, we could tell the people a little bit. So I was planning, okay, I wasn't planning to like fall off, but (laughs) I had like this, like, I don't know. I just, I just, (laughs) no, I just came, I just settled in my mind that I probably was going to fall off, you know, the building for like two seconds. (laughs) And, um, I was making it okay. Like as to why I why I would she did she did she spoke it the night before and then right and then pass here come pass the mic um yeah so if you ever want to hear someone speaking a word that's gonna be just real with you yeah. and like not cut corners pass the mic <laughs> right. So I was just like, okay, but it really like snapped me back to reality mm-hmm. as to what's really important here. Mm-hmm. And I think for us, and this can kind of tie into like what we talk about all the time for us being women of a particular age, <laughs> um, everybody knows I'm about to be 36. I'm not going to put you out there like that. Cause you're a guest. Girl, I'm almost 40. Okay, boo. She's okay, almost 40. Right, you are lying. Um, <laughs> but I think for us, sometimes like we can just get impatient with like God moving in areas of our lives that we've been praying for. So, like praying for a husband. Um, and when you, you know, look back and it's been thirty years and you're still single, you you just trying right. to figure it out. Uh, are you or are you right right and then too i think like looking around the world and like you see people like just doing their own thing and they seem to have blessings now Mm -hmm. um and so then you just feel like you know what like like, right if i just step right here would it be a big deal like if i just like right right here that like not all the way across the line but like a little bit across the line just put my toe right on the line you know right right um and I'm I'm thankful. Right. And I'm definitely thankful for the Holy Spirit just for conviction. Um oh, yeah. and I think, you know, sometimes we forget 
because we're, we're going through this journey of sometimes following God without seeing what the things we want to see. Um, but the seed has been planted. And so the seed will still smack you in the face when necessary. <laughs> so I'm definitely thankful for that. But um, it's hard to think about this idea of raising the sander in your life when you do when you don't feel like you know you're seeing the the fruits of your labor so to speak yeah like what has that like experience been like for you well i think i think that's when patience comes into play because i have all these we all have these ideas of what we want our future to look like and you know how we want god to use us and we're waiting for uh you know for him to show us just different things in our lives that we've been praying about. And it's really hard to, like, feel like you're growing and climbing when you feel like God is not answering, you know, certain prayers that you've thrown out there. Mm-hmm. So that's when that whole patience thing come in, but yet still living, still keep going, moving forward while you're waiting on God, you know, to fulfill the promises that he's already promised to you. Right. Which is hard. Like, what has been, I guess maybe maybe your top thing or maybe your top one or two things that you have had a really difficult time trusting God with? Um, of course, I've been praying for my husband. Yes. Um, being single for, I don't know how many years now. Are we really counting? Um. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody is. I am. <laughs> yeah, that I think that's the hard spot for me because I have such a love for family and, you know, just love and husband and kids and all that um but I know that's an area that God is really working on some things with me so I'm thinking that's why he's taking a little while you know which is cool Mm -hmm. um that's probably what I mean one um family I'm a huge family person so um majority of my prayer is about having my own family having my family you know come back together I call them dysfunctional I should stop saying that but um you have to call them functional and 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 thriving. Yeah. You know, having my family come back to what it used to be, what I what I grew up with family being, um, that's that's like two things that I really pray about that um, I just have to have patience on because I have to let it come in its own timing. Yeah. When you really think about it, though, has God shown Himself approved to you? Um, in any way, as you've been walking this journey out? Oh, yes. Definitely. I think um, I'm taking a lot of this single time, um, and he's been taking a lot of this single time to really develop me into the woman he's called me. I've grown so much mm-hmm. and just fallen so much more in love with myself um, over, I'll say, the past three or four years. It's so much um, that I didn't even know about myself. Yeah. I was like, you know, I, I needed to know this before I move into relationships, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> it's, it's a lot of things within me that I needed to work on. Yeah. Before I talk about moving into marriage and stuff like that. Because a lot of times we get into marriage and family and then want to work on ourselves. That's backwards. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> I learned that lesson. <laughs> right. Well, a lot of people do that, you know? And and it has worked out for a lot of families. And mm-hmm. I, I think I've been trying to, like, adopt the mindset that, you know what, isn't God so good that he would allow me to 
it get it mostly right on the front end. You know, it won't be it won't be perfect. It won't be perfect. Um, It'll be okay. Yeah, but I'm praying that because I'm having to wait longer, that that my time will be used more for fun and laughter and just enjoyment versus having to walk through just like all the trials and errors that you have to go through. And I think there'll still be trials and errors. For sure. Um, I think it's just, I think our perspective will be different and the way we respond to it will be different because of our growth that we had in our Christian walk. Yeah. Is there, this is just like such an off the fly question, but is there anything, like what specifically about yourself, like have you learned that shocked you that you even needed to like get it together? Girl, I have control issues. Ooh. Ooh. No, I kind of, I kind of knew that a little bit. <laughs> I didn't really, really know. <laughs> yeah. And it's. It's funny because it comes with my life and my job. Okay. So being the boss. Yeah. Makes you in, you're in control of everything. If you don't do something, it doesn't get done. Yeah. Well, I realized that that has trickled over into my personal life. Mm. <laughs> that I'm just so used to getting things done, you know, making decisions and, you know, just being controlling is what I was told it's called. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody told you that, huh? <laughs> yeah, actually, I got caught up one of my clients about it. She was like, I think you have control issues. I was like, oh, I think you're right. <laughs> wow. But wow. now, and I told her, I was like, thank you for telling me that. Cause I really, I needed, I needed to see that. I need to work on it. So I've been working on it. Yeah. I've been working But on now it. that you identified it, especially since you didn't think that you had it, like, what has that been like, trying to release control? That's the hard part. Yeah. Having to um, intentionally take a step back from, you know, certain situations and, like, letting people do things. I'm not used to letting people do things for me. I'm used to doing everything for myself. Yeah. So that's really hard. Um, It's just taking a step back and then I'm, like, cringing my teeth. Like, is it going to work out? Are they going to get it done? Is it going to be okay? You know? Mm -hmm. I should have went ahead and did it or whatever, you know? Yeah. So that's, that's a really hard part, and I'm still working on it. Yeah. I'm definitely still working on it. I think, too, like, even outside of, like, your personal life, being controlling as a boss in general, like, if you had employees, they would be gone. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like, they would. I think that's why the Lord knew to put me where he has me right now. <laughs> You, ma'am, work by yourself, okay? Work by myself and for myself. Yeah. Is good. <laughs> so, it's so funny, though, because, like, so knowing now that you have control issues in a relationship would be, like, a super, super vulnerable place for you uh, when it comes to, like, let me back up and let him do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm definitely going to need Jesus on that one, like, at all times. I think he'll be there for you. I definitely need it. Yeah, I think that's going to be, uh, that's something that's going to be really hard once I'm in a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. And although, like, you know, you have been going through this time of singleness, 
where are you mostly? Is it like 50-50, like God will do what God won't? Like, what's the percentage? How do you work through those moments of doubt? Because, you know, we've talked and you'll have moments where you're just like, you know what, Christianity is not for me today. Not today. And I just be like, child. She brings me back. She right. I try back. to bring her back, girl, but, you know, I be like, I fall off too, but I get back on a little quicker. Yeah. Uh, just be like, you know, I'm not feeling it either, child, but I'm here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and it's so funny, though, because I feel like God, you know, whenever he blesses us with what we're praying for, we're still going to have, like, stuff. Yeah, he's still going to go through things, but we still have to lean on him and trust him. <laughs> yeah. What do you think, like, keeps you from falling completely off the edge, you know? Um, definitely staying in my word. Yeah. Reading and studying, I'm a worship girl. I love, love, love to worship. Um, so when I have those moments, because I do have those moments where I'm like, you know, this whole Christian walk, not today. Mm-hmm. And or sometimes I'll just feel like my spirit is uneasy. Like, ooh, like what's going on? Like I just don't feel like myself. And sometimes I just start. Oh, it's almost like a slight depression where you kind of start doubting yourself or doubting that you know your life is going to move forward in the way that you you know, pray for it to move forward. Mm-hmm. And that's those moments when I have really just forced myself to get in my word, get in my reading, study, do my devotion, um, surround myself with my godly friends that's going to speak life to me and um, remind me of the promise that God has over my life um, and just stay in worship. You really just have to kind of tune out everything else right. and really get the focusing on God. And that's what he reminds you, like, I'm still here for you. You know, I'm still walking through this thing with you. Keep hope alive. That's my line. Keep hope alive. Right. <laughs> and just, it, he pushes you just, like, keep going once you get in that zone. Right. I think nothing is a better teacher of how to depend on God. Because, you know, the word, the word calls us to do all these things. Like, stay in your word daily. Pick up your cross daily. Mm-hmm. You know, Always, always, you know, it's supposed to be it's supposed to be about God all the time, right? And I feel like nothing teaches you that better than actually like making a decision within yourself, I'm going to follow God, because then you have to like like you said, be in your word, have godly community. Like you have to intentionally seek all these moments just to make sure that you just don't, you know, drive in traffic and close your eyes sometimes. Right. Um, you know, all over in the Mississippi. <laughs> right. <laughs> And that's one thing I think we were talking about that too. Um, I was saying with studying my word, uh, and I always encourage people to read your Bible for yourself. Know mm-hmm. those scriptures for yourself. You know, that way when you're going through something, and for me, when I'm going through something, it's not always easy for me to call somebody and say what I'm going through. It's usually like not when it happens, it's like weeks later. <laughs> but um, I always have those moments where I need to be able to speak like over myself. Right. I need to be able to speak the word over myself. So that's why I'm really big on studying my word because a lot of times when I'm having a moment, and usually it's just that, it's just a quick moment, I need to be able to get myself back up, you know, and not always be dependent on other people mm-hmm. to be there to lift you back up. So that's that's one thing that I've really been working hard on. It's, it's, been, it's been going pretty good. <laughs> right, and that's another thing that Pastor Mike was talking about because right now, the church is in a series called Stronger. And so I believe it was the uh, message the week before last when he was saying, like, he was using an analogy of how, like, 
you know, you go to the gym and you start on the, you know, you start lifting weights or doing push-ups and you don't realize that you're getting stronger. And I think it's just like that in the word, like, you know, sometimes it you can be discouraged because you're reading all this stuff. Sometimes you don't even know what they're talking about. Um, and you don't know, like, you know, you feel like you're doing it, but like, is it really working? And you don't really realize it's working until you have to use it. Until you have that moment where yeah. you use it and you're like, oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute, I remember this. <laughs> or that girl, yeah, or like you have to like pray for somebody and stuff just start coming out that you didn't like, I know that. <laughs> and after you like, oh wait, did I say that? Right. Oh, that was definitely the Holy Spirit. Right. <laughs> I knew that scripture? No, no, I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> and it's it's just definitely, um, I just think this is a great topic to move into the new year with because I think a lot more of us struggle to trust God than we would admit you know even people who may seem like they have it all together they have everything they they've prayed for there are still things that you're trusting God for that you know in your mind he hasn't delivered on his promise yet yeah and I think a big part of it too is like I think for me I try to put myself in a mindset like he's definitely he he has to be working behind the scenes he like he has to be back there doing some stuff that I just don't know. And so when it all comes together, I'll be able to connect the dots and be like, oh. Mm-hmm. That's what I do is when I'm thinking about like, okay, you know, trusting God and having patience. Like, know he's working behind the scenes on things that I've already prayed about. Mm-hmm. I try to shift my focus onto what am I supposed to be doing right now mm-hmm. so that I'm not worried about the things that I prayed on. I just, you know, I actually pray on and let God have it. And instead of kind of dwelling on those issues, I try to kind of to focus on, okay, okay, God, what am I supposed to be doing right now while you're working on some other things that I don't have anything to do with right now? I can't handle. <laughs> <You> <laughs> right, know? right. I don't let you do that. What am I supposed to be focused on? And that sometimes helps me get through that whole trusting thing. And to where you really like hand, literally handing over uh, your issues or your problems or whatever to God and trusting him with it and not worrying about them. Right. And that was one thing that uh was talked about in this last message and you guys sometimes like you can see a message online like you can hear a message online but it just hits different when you are sitting there in the atmosphere and getting it because I cannot get this message out of my mind like probably about three or four times yes yes I have to and I'm just like oh I didn't hear that part when I was sitting there um (laughs) But one thing he said um, at the end was that, you know, he was thinking about this when he was thinking about, you know, Kobe's life and his daughter and, you know, everyone else. Um, Like what true success is because the world tries to paint this picture of you need to have this and this and this and titles and all this. And, you know, that's fine for people who want those things. But like really when it's all said and done, like what's true success? And he said, true success is obedience to God. Yeah. And that's just tying into what you just said. Like, you know, if you have something that you are waiting for God to do for you or are believing that he's going to do, take your mind off of that and just be obedient to what what he's calling you yeah, to do in the now. In the yeah. now. Like that's all you can do. And mm-hmm. a lot of times I feel like that's what God is looking for um for us to focus on the now and do what he's calling us to do right now. Yeah. Because that's what's going to lead us to that next step that he has for us. Mm-hmm. 
And even so, like, not being able to, like, like, for me as a school counselor, you know, not realizing, you know, like, to me, I could be like, oh, this is just my job. Mm-hmm. But to God, it's like, no, like, I'm having you interact with kids and parents and people yeah on this level because this is your assignment and this is a part of me molding you into the woman of god i need you to be and i think sometimes we just don't realize how connected everything is oh yeah yeah i see that so much at work because you know i used to be like yeah i do hair right like i said the last 12 years so it's kind of been changed like no i create smiles because I do more than just hair. I'm able to connect with people on a different level, on a personal level, on a spiritual level, mm-hmm. and just, like, really encourage them and minister to them and speak into their lives. And you don't think that that's what you're going to be doing as a hairstylist. <laughs> right. But that's what ends up happening. Like, you can literally change people's lives, you know, by just having a listening ear or talking to them and encouraging them. It's really amazing how he just kind of turned that whole just, I do hair, into, you know, motivating people and lifting people up and making them feel great about themselves. Right. Like, I'm low-key a motivational speaker, which is so funny because he may call you to do that one day. Slash therapist. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Like, you just... It's all connected. And um, I, you know, I was telling somebody, probably you and somebody else, who knows, (laughs) that... I would say probably for the first three years of me being single, I was definitely, like, okay with it. Because I was so, like, freshly in love with God. I don't know if that sounds bad. Don't judge me, y'all. But, like, it was just, you know, I have always had, like, this pull to be a a God kid, you know. But it wasn't until I really stopped compromising in other areas of my life that I could really just sit, like, at his feet and just be like, wow, like, this is how amazing you are. And um, I was just I was just living off of that high for, for like, three years that, like, I was floating above reality, child. I was just like, no, God is awesome, which he is. But, is. but then, you know, I feel like the enemy found a way. To get me off track in my mind. And so it wasn't until the last year that I I definitely started to think about more and more what I don't have, you know, Mm -hmm. the things that I feel I need I don't have. Um, But other than that, I, I I used to be okay. So this is a new journey for me to try to figure out um, how to be like 100% okay again. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, I, I know what it feels like to be consistently in a place of just, like, uh, whatever God's going to do um, until you look up and you're like, ooh, I'm about to be 36. Mm. I think a big part is just, like, redirecting your focus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and not letting those distractions come in. Distractions are so real, girl. They girl. are so real. You have to block out those distractions. Yes. And really keep your focus on God. Right. It sounds so, you know, like Christian y or whatever, but <laughs> it's like real talk. Right. <laughs> and I think a big part of that too is like disconnecting, like, you know, Brandon and I talked about this, like every year we take pretty much the entire month of January off from social media. And so we really we're really taking it off from our personal social media. So we just decide yeah. to give like God eliminated break as well. 
And I tell you, it is so refreshing just to be away from that and those distractions, you know, just to not watch TV as much or mm-hmm. like your your mind really feels focused on like the things in your now that matter. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, but then <laughs> you come back into reality and you're like, Oh, okay, I'm all over the place again. I'm all over the place. Focus, focus. Yes. So And that's like a daily thing. That's what yeah. I think people don't realize. Like you're having a focus in life or a focus on God and or deepening your relationship with God. I think that's what you and I are. Like just you know Yeah. We just have that hunger and want to go deeper. It's a daily thing. It's not something I can just say for Sunday and then just float the rest of the week. No, no. It's every day you have to seek him, you know? Yeah. And the word tells us, um, you know, it said pick up your cross daily and daily, follow yeah. me. Um, it's not a one decision thing and that's hard, you know, cause like we said, some days you just, I'll leave this cross right here. Okay. Don't want it. Don't want it. <laughs> I'm going to leave this cross and go out here and be twerking on the pole. I don't know. Um, be like, come on back, come on back. Right, come right. Then I, then I put on my clothes to go out there and do whatever I think I'm going to do. I'm like, you, want, you know what? Never mind. That's not even me. It's not a good look. I can't do right. it. Right. Um, but it's such, I'm really like understanding the, this idea of being set apart. Mm-hmm. It's next level. It is definitely next level, girl. Like, <laughs> oh, Lord, it is next like, level. For, for people that think it's easy, let us tell y'all. Hmm. It's not. It's not. Hmm. It is some work. But it's great, though. It's great. Yeah. I sleep really good at night, you know? <laughs> yeah, like, like when you really think about it, you do sleep well. Um, yeah. I don't know. I feel, I don't know. I feel like the, the journey of, like, trusting God and seeing how God will reveal himself is, like, exciting, but it's, like, roller coaster exciting. Like, <laughs> overall, it's exciting, but there are moments where you go, like, real, real high, <laughs> and you drop low, and you be like, get me off did of you, here. Did you feel that drop? Right. <laughs> You're just like, get me off. Um, but it's still fun. Like, you're crying and laughing at the same time. You know, oh, yeah. your hair blowing back. If you got on a wig, you know, you might want to sew it down because it might come off. Like, it's just a lot happening. This, this, this ride gets really real. Right, right. Um, and so we talked about that, too, when it comes to, like, well, I talked to you about this because I was the only one on Struggle City. I don't know why. Probably the enemy. Um which one? Which struggle? Thinking about fasting, you know, <laughs> thinking about oh, yeah. fasting and just like yeah. this income and and how to go deeper with God because I know people that you know were fasting and were just like, oh well, like I'm listening to worship music on the way to work, like that was something new right. for them. And I'm yeah. like, okay, I do that all the, for time. Us, that's that we do all the time. Right. Yeah. So like, what else can I be doing to go deeper? Like. Where is God calling me? Like, you know, it's like winning a video game. I thought I beat this level. Now you telling me I have to go to another when is the game right, when is the game over? When is the game over? Um, right. But it is it is a beautiful thing and I will agree, um, just to kind of wrap it up, though to trust God you definitely need his word. You definitely one million percent need community. I love that I have. You need community. Uh, you 
to have community, godly community. Yes, yeah, not just those old friends <laughs> that has you doing all that crazy stuff. No, 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 no. Right. You need godly community. I yeah. love that I have friends that I can call who will like talk me out of craziness or call me out on my crap or or just. I love that I have friends that would send me scriptures and I don't want to read them at that time and right. I just. Tell them I don't want to read it. Right. It's okay. Yeah, she did that to me, but it's okay. Um, that's just like I had a friend who like sent me something. I think somebody got engaged or something. I was like, I don't care about their engagement. I'm about to go eat a whole pint of ice cream. They're and then in Right. I'm getting a pint of ice cream and then I'll be better tomorrow. Leave me alone. <laughs> and she was just like, I mean, okay. Uh, and then the next day, it was just like, all right, you got your life together? Right. I'm going to check on you tomorrow. Right. I guess. Um it's just beautiful to have, I mean, I think diversity is great. And I mean, when I say diversity, I mean like diversity in mindsets um, because it, it causes you to think deeper as a follower of Christ. But it's something so awesome about having that like-minded community. Yeah. It's like bomb.com. It's like soup. It's like chicken soup for your flu. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> It really is. It's so awesome. And I guess, you know, I was just stressed that, you know, this whole walk with Christ is a journey. It is a journey, but God has equipped us and he will send people in your life uh, throughout it to help you get through if you just continue to ask. Yep, you just have to ask. Yeah. So... I, girl, that was so good. And I, I think it just it just goes to the whole point when we were talking about this in the hotel after church. When you think about trust, you you know, you do have to raise your standard to trust the way the Bible tells you to trust. Right. Like all the time. Because mm-hmm. I think sometimes like God or my angel who's responsible for looking after me probably is like this girl is just all over the place. <laughs> Like, she's just doing too much. Right, like, one day she's like, give it up for Jesus. <laughs> and the next day she's like, throw these Jesus tapes away. <laughs> right. Yeah. And trust trust the word that you say you believe in. Trust the word that you say is your foundation. And step your game up. Stop making it this achievement level. Go there first and grow from there. And grow from there. That's good, Kendall. Yeah, and then you got to oh, win. You got to win. Oh, that was really good. Put that in my notes. Yes, girl. I'm just <laughs> saying because we're not playing in 2020, okay? Yeah. We're going to get everything that God has for us, even if it's not exactly what we want or it's think that we Right, it's, it's still going to be good. good. Mm-hmm. And it's going to not only... Is he good, but he will reward our obedience. And even if the reward is just, you get to live another day. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's such a blessing in itself. Um, I, you know, this recent set of tragedies just takes my whole, thank you God for waking me up to another level. Another level, like you really appreciate every single day. Yeah. Making it to work. Thank you God. Um, because in an instance, like I could leave here today and I would be like, Lord, now, you know, I wasn't done. 
<laughs> you know, like, first of all, I still haven't folded these clothes. I have some more to go. <laughs> right. I still haven't folded these clothes in my room. Like, it's just still stuff I had to do. Like, I had to apologize to somebody. Like, don't do me like that. Look, let me go out like the girl lived, and she lived well. Well, yep. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Janisha, for being on here. Thank and, you for having me. Yes, and offering <laughs> up your insight um, and, and telling your story. I love uh, Revelation twelve eleven that says we shall overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. Of and, you know, we just really believe that being open and transparent and and saying what a lot of us are going through is going to help us yeah. get free. Being vulnerable. Yes. It's That's so important. The last three years. God has really pushed me to that. Mm-hmm. And when I say he's pushing that, sometimes I'll be talking to people like, did she just tell me her business like that? Right. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and then you realize that you're speaking to people who are either walking through the same thing or have been through that. Yeah. Know? Yeah. And it's comforting to people because share your testimony. Yeah. Right. And people live in so much shame. Sometimes we live mm-hmm. in so much shame of like stuff that is really normal. Like for some reason yeah, somebody's all been through. Yeah. Somebody's said that it is not normal, but it's literally normal. Mm-hmm. Um, and if we just open our mouths and refuse to uh close our mouth, because that's what the devil wants us to do. He wants us to be quiet. He, because when we're quiet, he can get in our little heads. Yeah. So thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Um, thank you. Yeah. All right, guys. We did it. Yeah, we did it. <laughs> thank you guys for listening out there. Um, if you have a story of how you are walking through trusting God, please share it with us. Uh, you can send it to our email, details at godeliminate.com. Or share it with us in the DMs, slide in the DMs on Instagram at God and Lemonade. All right. And until next time, remember that God is in the details.